Good morning, City Church. This is Luke Bancari, here to bring you a moment of sanity at the start of your day, a moment of truth from God's Word, a moment of grace. Ever since I was little, I was really interested in my familial heritage. On my dad's side is a mixture of Italian and Irish. Hearing stories about my Irish great-grandfather who fought in World War I, to my Italian great-grandfather who fled Italy because of an apparent vendetta against him, which all sounds very dramatic and very Italian, so who knows if it's even true. To my mother, who as a first-generation Puerto Rican, witnessed the strife of migrant life in the United States. Really, through all my curiosity, I'm left in awe of the endurance my ancestors possessed the lengths they would go in order to preserve a future for their family and future family they'd never even meet. In our lectionary reading today, Hebrews 11, 13 through 22, we gain insight on our spiritual family and their faithful perseverance. These all died in faith, not having received the things promised, but having seen them and greeted them from afar, and having acknowledged that they were strangers and exiles on the earth. For people who speak thus make it clear that they are seeking a homeland. If they had been thinking of that land from which they had gone out, they they would have had opportunity to return. But as it is, they desire a better country, that is a heavenly one. Therefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared for them a city. By faith Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. And he who had received the promises was in the act of offering up his only son, of whom it was said, Through Isaac shall shall your offspring be named. He considered that God was able to even raise him from the dead, from which, figuratively speaking, he did receive him back. By faith, Isaac invoked future blessings on Jacob and Esau. By faith, Jacob, when dying, blessed each of his sons of Joseph, bowing in worship over the head of his staff. By faith, Joseph, at the end of his life, made mention of the exodus of the Israelites and gave directions concerning his bones. I think sometimes in our worldly understanding, we define faith as an agreement rather than an act of trust. A cross-armed skeptical agreement that says, okay, God, sure. Which isn't at all far from our friends in the Old Testament. I mean, Sarah outright laughs at God when he says that she will bear a child at the young age of 90. But a biblical faith is trust. Trust that has a prior knowledge on what God has done, which always comes back to, he's kept his promises. When God commanded Abraham to sacrifice Isaac, the one through whom all of his promises were meant to be fulfilled, Abraham could not see how God could keep his word. And yet Abraham obeyed. All despite his lack of understanding. Having a faith strong enough to believe, as mentioned in verse 19, that God was able to even raise him from the dead, if need be. God, who made it even possible for Isaac to be conceived, who saved Abraham's nephew Lot from the judgment of Sodom in Genesis. Knowledge that Abraham likely clinged to in the midst of being asked to do the unthinkable. It was never the action that God was to be pleased with. It was the heart of obedience in the midst of Abraham's lack of understanding that God found acceptable. In my short-sighted, full-of-doubt life, the act of looking back on God's faithfulness doesn't always come naturally, let alone greeting God's future promises from afar, as verse 13 states. But 
being adopted into this family through the fulfillment of God's ultimate promise, his son, that practice of greeting God's promises from afar becomes a lot more bearable. The ability to see and hold both. All God has accomplished thus far, and all there is to look forward to in the glorification of all things. The far-off promises of Abraham have been made close to us now. We reap the benefits of seeds planted thousands of years ago. Now we must steward the promises that are to come with joy and perseverance, so that future generations would see the beauty in the foundations laid long before them. I recently watched this independent film called Come On, Come On, which midway through had me realizing I was watching a newfound favorite. It's about a radio journalist taking his nine-year-old nephew across the country to interview children about their lives and thoughts about the future. It's a perfect portrayal of how children's restless curiosity disarms so much of adults' avoidant defenses. As we get older, our forgetfulness recedes our wonder of life into a state of apathy and dreariness. The very last line of the movie comes from the uncle telling his nephew he will probably forget this trip that they took. The nephew pitifully says he doesn't want to forget. The uncle simply responds with, then he'll help him remember. A beautiful tether I feel when I read about the saints in Hebrews. May their faithfulness help us remember God's own faithfulness to us as we wait for the city he has prepared for us. In the meantime, stay well and do good. City Church is a weekday podcast produced by the staff and members of City Church of Richmond, located in Richmond, Virginia. To learn more about us, please visit citychurchrva.com. That's C-I-T-Y-C-H-U-R-C-H-R-V-A.com. And thanks for listening.